0: Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelly Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast, Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where, if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Shelly Shearer here, and welcome to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. I hope you are having a fantastic day. I am, because I'm sitting in a winter wonderland. We have not had snow this early in December in a long time, And although living on the west coast of North America, I am going to be seeing sludge and uh, slush in no time at all, because we're just too damp and it gets too warm. It was a beautiful sight this morning, waking up as the sun was coming up, and my car out front is covered in, I have a red car, and it's covered in the skiff of white snow, and I have quite, um, front portion of our property is kind of gardens, a circular driveway, and lots of uh, ferns and sort of natural vegetation, and it's just all skimmed in white in the big cedar trees. I have to say, it was quite a sight. And I had a wonderful weekend, so I want to talk today about um, connecting connecting with people and uh, and uh, memories and things around you and it was funny because right on top of it unfortunately my husband's caught another cold being a salesperson he is sick three four times a year easily and I just after October it's like do not get me sick again Um, I'll keep my distance from him for a few days and uh, look after him but, but keep my distance I opened he phoned to say that he was or text to say he was coming home he was coughing up a lung and works like could you get out of the office Which, by the way, yeah, please don't torture people with your germs. If you are sick, that is your body's way of saying you need to rest. So take your vitamin C, your zinc, your vitamin E, whatever you need. If you're coughing up up a lung or you've got a lot of mucus, good uh, old-fashioned mustard pack, tablespoon of uh, mustard, I think it's eight tablespoons of flour, warm water, and pack that all around your chest cavity. For half an hour, you would be surprised how these antiquated, what we think are antiquated type, uh, homeopathic remedies, how well they work. Like myself, have an ionic foot bath. I did one for him last night, and he just was just full of mucus. And today, I'm getting in my infrared sauna. There are things that you can do to make yourself more comfortable, but don't take your germs to work because all you're doing is making someone else sick for the holidays. And now there's more time off. Okay, that's my little rant for, the, for That's my rant for the day. However, because he said he was coming home, I thought, oh, I better get my podcast done quickly. I don't like podcasting when he's in the house for some reason. So I opened up my meditation book on today's date. And what does it say? Life can be fun. I thought, how ironic. So what did I do this weekend? As I, you are wondering, as I said, I, I want to talk about connection. I am one of those very fortunate people, and I've spoken on it before, to have friends right from grade school. Well, my whole weekend was full of them, as it turned out. Saturday night, my girlfriend, Birta was in from Kelowna, which is about a four and a half hour drive from where I live. So she was in from her city into my city for a visit and came over for a glass of wine and such. And as such, our other girlfriend, uh, Terry, wanted to join her. And her husband and my husband are best friends. So they're like, oh, we'll just bring bring the men after all. So we just had three couples, visited for an hour or so, and then sent the men to the man cave in the hockey game. And we went to the back room and uh, actually we all had foot baths and, <laughs> and compared health notes because that's kind of what we tend to talk about. But it was just so wonderful. We were talking about life and how our, you know, we're all in our fifth, early 50s. We've um, One couple has no children. One couple has teenage children that is just growing up. And mine, of course, is older and I have a grandchild. So despite the fact that we are all 51 years of age, we are in three very different places in our lives when it comes to lifestyle. But our age is still our age, and our health issues are still what they are. And unfortunately, age, you just have to look after yourself better as you get older. It's just a fact of life. So we were comparing stuff and got, got reminiscing a little bit. And, you know, it was just so funny because Beerta has a memory like a steel trap. She's uh, quite frightening. Sometimes I wish she would forget more <laughs> when she brings up things I did when I was younger. But we sort of got talking about a few things, and it was, it was a wonderful experience. But also amazing because Terry, who we became good friends as adults, but we've known each other since children, but we were not really close. Whereas Beert and I, she was my very, very first friend when my parents moved us into this area. We had lived in Alberta for a while and we had lived on Vancouver Island when I was in kindergarten and we had moved now coming into grade one. She was my neighbor two doors down and my very first friend. And she is still my one of my closest, if not closest, friends today. That is 45 years of friendship and mistakes and heartaches and parents in school and children and childbirth. I was there for the birth of her first son. I was her coaching partner. And uh, just some amazing memories. And, you know, as you get older, if those things become more important. So cherish Cherish, sorry, I was going to say treasure. Cherish those memories and treasure them. It is amazing to have friends that you've had for long periods of time, through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Even if sometimes you you go your separate ways for a time being. So right now, the last year or so, my girlfriend, uh, one of my what I consider one of my very best friends, who lives in the Lower Mainland, and I, our lives are not as integrated as they used to be for many, many years. I have been really good friends with her since my son was five. So again, 24 years of friendship. Our children basically grew up together because she was a, a late mom. So even though she's significantly older than I am, our children are only two years apart. But our lives have just gone in a different direction. And sometimes you also have some disagreements. We actually did a year, a year and a bit ago. We went through some tough times with a business that we were both involved in. And it was very straining on our friendship. But not for a second do I ever think that friendship is over or that those memories are still not wonderful that... and even if the friendship was over, I would still treasure those memories. I would still treasure those experiences. Our lives are just in different places right now. And Terry and I actually, of the girlfriends that were here on Saturday, that's sort of how our life has been. Because she didn't have children and she married a little later in life, we could sort of reconnected. And we also became the really close friends we are today through our husbands because that was the, that you know there was a connection there a friendship already so we're very very fortunate but Beatrice can remember everything and kind of relating some of the the learning that we're doing now with my coaching she listens to my podcast and then you know has some feedback usually and it's very interesting when she's listening to me speak and coach now at this point in my life and compare it to events from when i was younger she can see where the experience has come from, where the lessons and learning has come from. She can take me back to those places like nobody else in my life. And although, like I say, sometimes when I was a bit younger, like maybe a decade or more ago, maybe 15 years, when I was still just in my mid-30s, and you're young and you're still, you know, obviously you're still partying, you're you're still having a much, I consider, a much more active and outgoing life, taking more chances. Just You're just going and doing all the time. She would... Remember things that I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Let it go. But now at this age, when I'm in a much more introspective place in my life, I appreciate it so very much. Even the negative stuff. Because that shows me where I've grown, where I've learned. And in turn, what I can share with all of you to say, hey, have you experienced this in your life? And, and give some, perhaps, insight to it. And like I always want you to do, I want you to think on it. I want you to become aware. The point to this podcast is not living in regret. So for that, my hat's off to these friends and I'm very grateful. So that was Saturday, uh, which of course, typical day for Shelley gets, gets away from her. I put up the tree and this is my, by the way, my favorite time of the year. I am a Christmas fanatic. I love it. My tree usually goes up the last weekend in November because I used to host a Christmas party the first weekend in December. And I carried on that tradition once I married my husband. I've been doing it for almost 30 years, even ever since I was even in my 20s and young. I have been hold, hosting an annual Christmas party, and I haven't for the past two years, because it's a small house. There's no place to, no one can be here. Like, there's literally six six people in my living room. We had to pull a chair in. I have this little, little living room. And uh, there's lots of space in the house and on the property, but not for more than five or six people at a time. Anyway, so I've done these Christmas parties for years, you know, I've got a gift of hospitality and service, and I loved them. I got, so I was putting the tree up, which was late for me, and now having friends in, which I was so grateful they gave me the opportunity to play hostess, because I do enjoy that, and again, talking about my girlfriend Birta, She is one of those true friends that will do for you, but when she's in my house, she is happy to let me do for her. She knows how much joy it brings me. It is not selfish on her part. It is absolutely not using or abusing me. She brings me such joy by allowing me to look after her. And my other girlfriend had uh, tweaked her knee curling the week before, so I made her up a quick oil blend. It is such a pleasure for me to look after people. So they're thrilled they have a great night. I was thrilled that I had friends that could also walk into my house with the entrance foyer stacked with rubbermaid bins to the ceiling because I never got the tree fully done. I got it up, got it fluffed, got the lights on, and that's where it all ended. <laughs> then my husband's like, "Companies arriving in an hour. So we literally, I pull out the portable vacuum, and he starts stacking everything up against a wall out of the living room area so we could at least visit. And these friends walk in, and they, are, they just don't care. They don't care... What's in my entrance for you? They do not care that the tree is half decorated. They're there for the experience. In fact, they would have, if I had to asked, my girlfriends probably would have poured a drink and decorated the tree with me. But we had other things we wanted to visit with, and it just never turned out all good. But it's amazing that you can just have friends like that and uh, and then just not care. So that being said, the tree got finished on Sunday. And I am not stressing Now, granted, I have been very tired. Keith, My husband and I have been going through some some stressful uh, periods and some issues in our life the last little bit, despite the wonderful vacation we had, and some of this stuff has just kind of come to a head, and we've just got some things in our lives we have to make decisions about. We're not sure what to do about everything that's going on in our lives, and it wears on me. And unfortunately, when I get stressed, I go into flare because I have fibromyalgia. But I wasn't stressing this weekend. It was like, you know what, the work will get done. I worked really late on Thursday night for a client to get him some answers, to let him know that we're on the right track, that these things are being looked after, and they will take time, but he was he was losing sleep and getting a little stressed about his finances. So I got him satisfied, I got another two clients caught up, and that way, that back of my mind, I think I spoke on this the other day when I was, I was getting distracted. Once Friday hit and those things were done, then I can breathe again. You know, by Thursday night at 9 o'clock, I turn the computers off, the books are done. I don't bookkeep again until the next week, really, unless I'm bored and I want to do my own stuff. But that's my own personal business, and I, if I enjoy it and I want to do it, I'll do it, but not for clients. They do not get my time then. Now, that actually takes me down a little segue, because I had a conversation with my son this morning about that attitude of, you know, you're only willing to work this much in weekends, but i have put that time in already i've let companies and i've owned many companies in my life i've been attached to a cell phone since basically they first came out for 30 years now and i now value my time and my health which i absolutely have to look after my health but i value my time so i do not want my weekends just it constant otherwise i just i never recuperate so it was a wonderful weekend just to be able to say hey These are the four things I need to get done. If I get them done, I get them done. If I don't, I don't. But there's going to be no panic. So Sunday morning, despite the fact that it was a very late night, and uh, I usually don't have much energy, Keith and I were up, up early. And by 10 o'clock in the morning, it was amazing what we had done already. So it was a great day. The tree was finished. He went out and got me Christmas lights for outside and hung them on. We have an overhang off our front door. And uh, that is is under the deck of above us uh, because my renters live upstairs in this particular house not in the basement we live in the basement and it was just wonderful by the middle of the afternoon we had just we had just conquered our chore list tree was up music was on and i had to go out that night keith wasn't coming with me and go to an open house to visit some friends Well, unfortunately, you know, I was quite tired and by the time I headed out at five o'clock, I lasted about two hours. And it was funny because I emailed my girlfriend the next day to say, hey, sorry about my energy levels. And she's like, your energy was fine. I was like, oh, no, no, I didn't mean while I was there. While I'm there, I'm on. I am social, but I I fade fast. So really, by the time I got in the car at seven o'clock, I was like bleary eyed and asleep by nine o'clock. A little bit odd, but I had such a great weekend. So speaking of friends again, that open house was two other friends from high school. Now Annie, she is next to Birta, the friend I've known the longest, probably since grade three or four. She lived down the street and around the corner from me, uh, not right on my actual street. But we went to grade school together, and she's another raging redhead, so we definitely bonded at school because we both were full-on carrot tops. She is still quite red. Uh, and not going gray. Unfortunately, I'm dark and gone auburn, and I streak my hair blonde because I'm going very gray. So people don't realize I'm a redhead any longer, but we are the two redheads from high school. There weren't that many of us. I, think I can't think of another one till grade 10, but in, in grade school, it was her and I. And Steve Delange, my good friend, he was with us in high school, and we all were very, very close in high school, and he was one of my very best friends at that point in my life for a number of years, coming into graduation and, and into college. So can you see what I'm saying here? It was just a weekend of connecting with people that have known me a long, long time. And it's always interesting when you're at parties or an open house around this time of the season to say, how did you meet your know, people? You might I, I, Annie and I went our separate ways for an, almost a decade. She lived in Hawaii. She married a U.S. citizen. They live in Canada now, but he still works for the Border Patrol for the U.S. government. So he's still considered a, an American. And But they raised their family on this side of, of, the, uh, of the 49th parallel. And she just went through a time in her life and I with Ryan where we didn't see each other very often and our friendship just went a different direction and we reconnected again when our kids were almost raised. Well, she's got teenagers now. They're just three beautiful girls. So what I'm making here is when I go to her house, she's got this entire group of friends that I'm not really familiar with because we no longer attend the same church like we did when we were younger. Don't know these people. People always ask, how do you know each other, especially when they see a strange face. So that story and people look at us as always like, really, that story is amazing. You've known each other that many years. It's like, yeah, I always it's quite interesting. People usually think I'm Steve's wife, uh, my friend Steve, if I'm not there with Keith, <laughs> they usually assume he's my husband. And we've just got this huge history and it was really fun and it was really interesting. It was also fun because I'm speaking of fun today and in, in making connections. There was a young a, a woman there, young woman. Sorry, a woman there at the party. Now I know her sister quite well, because they're tw- and they're twins. So I think her name is Elizabeth. Elizabeth's sister Ruth is a very good friends with my younger sister. So she always sees me and comes over and says hello. Well, she had some girlfriends that, the, again, remember different group of people. I know Annie, but I don't really know everybody else at this party. And we got chatting about life and, and such for a few minutes. And Elizabeth turns to her girlfriends and said, who does she remind you of? And they, two of these women look at me for a second and says, they remind me of that girlfriend of yours of your sisters, Angie Smith. <laughs> Elizabeth starts laughing. Yeah, this is her older sister. So once again, you know what? messing messing with people's minds. The apple does not fall far from the tree. So then we open this whole conversation of aging and, you know, who looks like their mother, who sounds like them. Well, I am, I seriously, my mother and I may not be the close ones in the family. My sister may be her world, but I am the most like her, which is probably why we have issues. And I look like her and I sound like her. I really, truly do. And it's a little bit funny because really my sister and I don't look alike. She's a redhead that's got those very rare blue eyes. Redhead, blue eye combination. Rarest combination on the planet, by the way, if you didn't know that. And uh, she's got short red hair still. She still looks like a redhead. But she's got she's taller than I am, got high cheekbones. She's just a different body structure than I am completely. But when we are together, the mannerisms, the attitudes are the same. So the fact that complete strangers could pick me out of a crowd, I thought that was uh, kind of funny. I had to text my sister later in the evening and, and tell her about that. So let's go to having a bit of fun. Because I think life should be fun. And it always makes me sad when people don't are not happy, when they're when they're just not fun or finding fun, I guess, in their lives. I can have fun doing the dishes if I'm in a good mood in the music song because then I'm just dancing and I'm singing and I just have to do the dishes so they have to just get them done. But having fun is definitely, I think, what I'm known for. People will usually say that about me if you ask them, you know, what would you say about Shelley? Oh, she's always in a fairly good mood. You know, fairly good mood. She's always in a good mood. They don't see me at home all the time. But she's always fun. I guess it's just a personality trait, but it's also a choice. I don't like pouting. I do not like being angry, even when I'm mad at my husband. Even if something is serious and I need him to get, you know, something together and solve a problem, I can only stay mad for so long because I just can't. Now, I'm a dweller. Don't get me wrong. I can hang on to things emotionally for a long, long time, but not the same as just going out of my way and having a frown on my face and treating someone poorly because I just, I just really, it takes way too much energy. I just want to be happy. I would just rather laugh and be happy. So I opened the book today and December 5th's saying today was, life can be fun. How careful and guarded we've been with fun, with playing, with sheer enjoyment, whether we're working, traveling, or wandering around town on a Saturday afternoon. Sometimes we act as though there's a limited amount, a small supply of fun available. We can't talk to take too much or it'll all be gone. Well, that's just not true. Kids don't get this concept. This is an adult concept. Kids, my granddaughter, she can have fun with me and the very next day, it's like, well, what are we doing next? Well, you just just had fun yesterday. Well, I can have fun today too, Grandma. She doesn't care. They don't understand that there's a limited, or because there isn't a limited supply for them. We bring this on in our adulthood that we start putting boundaries and limits on the things that we love and enjoy in our lives. And to me, that's just a bunch of baloney. Now, granted, I have had to be careful things I do love, like certain cheeses and foods and wines in my life they were starting to affect my health unfortunately with in different ways and you do have to show moderation in certain things but I enjoy what, what I enjoy what I enjoy and I enjoy the experience and no matter what I do whether it's having a glass of wine or uh, visiting a friend or going on vacation I want that whole experience to be fun for me there is a big to do in this family where we have a whole evening of rum and eggnog and watching uh, a movie. In this particular case, in our family, it's Sound of Music. That is our that is particularly our Christmas tradition. And it's crystal goblets and decanters. Nothing gets poured out of the carton, you know. No, it's on a big silver tray. It's laid on the coffee table. It's a deal. I even get nutmeg that's in the nut form, so that you can put it on the little grater and put it in your drink. It's just great fun. Well, those are, it isn't just the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The formality of it? Oh, that is p- the ritual is what the word I'm looking for. It is also the fun of that ritual. I find that ritual really fun. Like I normally, normally do putting up my tree. I was a little choked at my husband yesterday because I was decorating alone. And I thought he was in uh, the other side of the house in front of his computer or on his uh, iPad and I was getting a little annoyed going, it's Christmas, even if you want to watch football, could you do it in the room that I'm in? Well, as it turned out, I went down the hallway to find where he'd gone to bed because he didn't go to bed till 1.30. He was up at like 8 or 7.30 or 8 and he is fighting a terrible cold. So he was tired, but I thought he was just farting around. So it's like, no, come and be with me, because I just want to, I want to have that, you know, these are the memories and experiences. I don't want to be alone and having no fun doing those things. So I put on the Grinch, and I watched the Grinch in the background, text my girlfriend, Cindy, whose nickname is Cindy Lou Who, and I told her what I was doing, and she was laughing. Gotta share the love. I'm having fun, got to make sure you drag people along with me. So that's really all I have to say today. I just had a wonderful weekend connecting with people that have known me a very, very long time. I treasure those friendships. I hope you have those things in your life. And if you do not, make an effort every day to develop types of friendships like that and to have fun. Because if you're not having fun, what is the point? Life becomes drudgery and becomes a treadmill, which honestly, it shouldn't be. Find the joy. There's enough ugliness and yuckiness out there, but be the joy in the world. Have a great day, everyone. I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you'd like best about today's podcast. Leave a review on iTunes or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next.